Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, normally joined by Jeff Torrey. Jeff is on vacation this week, so you got me solo here for the mailbag episode of the podcast. We do this every Tuesday night. comes out too late, late Tuesday, early Wednesday. We get to your questions that you have for the next week. So uh, normally, if you want to get in on this episode, go to Instagram.com slash Fantasy Football Profit. We'll put a, put a post every Tuesday up, comment there. We'll get all your questions, but also FantasyFootballProfit at Gmail. Com is a good place to get us to youtube.com slash fantasy football profit comment on the latest episodes we'll get your questions there so we're going to start us off with some start sick questions today we got Breddy spaghetti he's always in here every week good to see Breddy here so here we go he got a start sit question for us this is non-ppr who are you starting at wide receiver Corey davis tim patrick or cordell cordell patterson who has the dual position eligibility on Yahoo. So who are you going here? All right. If I'm looking standard scoring, oh man, um, Corey Davis, that offense is, is, is rough right now with the Jets. I like Corey Davis more than I like the other guys in this. Tim Patrick is close. He's been solid. I do like Corey a little better. Cordero's has a tough matchup with Washington. I feel like, man, you know what? I'm still going to lean Corey Davis. It's not by a lot, but I'm going to go Corey Davis this time. And yeah, Corey Davis for me, the offense hasn't been good, but I'm still going to stick with Corey. I think he's the main target there. He's still going to get some catches. So I'll go with, I'll go with Corey Davis here. Next up, MW Sports, Deontay Johnson or Julio Jones. So we don't really know um, what Deontay's injury status is looking like yet. I don't feel good about it. I mean, Julio was, was hurt there at the end too. So you got both of these guys who you don't feel great about, but um, Julio looks like the more likely they should play, should be no problem. So I'm going to go Julio here. Out of those two options. Next up, we got Dr. Gothier. Gothier could be DR Gothier. I like Doctor. I'm just going to call you Doctor, as I've been doing. So he says, What's up, guys? Start sick question. Pick two out of DJ Moore, Julio, Debo, Allen Robinson. So it's been rough for Allen Robinson, that's for sure. That offense in general has just been rough. So out of these four guys, DJ Moore, Julio, Debo, Allen Robinson, DJ Moore for me, I'm going to lock him in. So lock, lock in DJ. Debo, Allen Robinson, Julio. You know, Julio without A.J. Brown. If A.J. Brown's not there, Julio becomes a much more enticing option, really. I'm not too concerned, like I said about last week, about that injury. Julio becomes enticing. Debo, oh man, this is, it's, it's a, actually, it's a toss up between me, for me, between Debo and Julio. I would probably go Julio if we know Julio's healthy, going to play, no A.J. Brown, give me Julio against the Jets next week. I'll go DJ Moore, Julio right there. Next up, YB, Manny G. He has Chase Edmonds or Cordero Patterson. So I just, I don't love what the Falcons have been, the Falcons offense. I know Cordero's getting some work. They did win last week. It wasn't pretty, but you got Cordero Patterson, Chase Edmonds. I don't like even what, what Chase Edmonds is doing. It's not like I think he's been great, but I'm going to lean and go Chase Edmonds here. So we got some trade questions as well. King Caesar, here we go. He says, should I trade DeAndre Swift and A.J. Brown for Keenan Allen and Clyde Edwards-Alaire? You know, no, I'm not going to do that. And this is full PPR. I'm not, do, I'm not doing that. I, I want Swift more than I want Edwards-Alaire. And A.J. Brown, when healthy, I want him 
over Keenan Allen. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with I, I want Swift and AJ Brown. If you're getting that side, sure, but Swift and AJ Brown for sure is what I want. Brother Coffee Bean, here we go. Should should I do this trade? He would trade Ryan Fitzpatrick and Clyde Edwards-Alaire. So Fitzpatrick, we don't know if he's when he's going to come back for Jameis and James Conner. So the problem is you're trading, obviously. You're getting Jameis. You're getting James Conner. No, not doing that trade. Um, you, I want I want Clyde Edwards-Alaire on this one. You definitely go get the Clyde Edwards-Alaire spot. Next up, we have Nick Lund. He says, is Jonathan Taylor, T. Higgins, and Rondale Moore for CMC a good trade, or is it too risky with re-injury during the season? So CMC did not go on the IR, which would have been, what, three, four weeks. So he did not go on IR. That's a good sign. Jonathan Taylor, well, I like the player. It's been a kind of a struggle with the Colts right now. T. Higgins was hurt. Ron Dimore, you know what? I want CMC. I would do this. I would take the risk, to be honest. I'm going to take the risk to go get CMC. I know you might miss a week or two here. I mean, if you've started off okay, you're in a spot where you can risk it a little bit and get CMC in your team. Honestly, I, I'll take the big chance. I'll take the chance. I'll go get CMC. He said, Corey King says, would you trade Clyde Edwards Hilaire for Tom Brady and no, I would not. I'm not doing unless it's two QB where it becomes in your 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 um running back heavy. I don't know the rest of your roster here, but no, I'm not gonna do that trade. And it says, would you trade Cooper Cup for DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett? And yeah, I'm I actually would do that. Cooper Cup, I I love what he's been doing this year, and I think he's gonna be really great. But yeah, I'm, if I can get DK and Lockett, give me DK and Lockett in that deal. Got Eddie Miz, he says, I would send off Allen Robinson. Devin Singletary and Mike Davis, he'd get Chase Edmonds and A.J. Brown. You know what? Man, um, it's just a lot of these guys have been, like, Allen Robinson obviously has been underperforming. I don't care about Singletary. I don't care about Davis. I don't even love Chase Edmonds. Yeah, I'd do it. I'd do it. Even if we don't know A.J. Brown's status, I'm still going to do it. I'll trade. I'll, I'll take Edmonds and Brown and, think, and hope Brown comes back and it becomes a better play because that offense in Chicago is ugly right now. Cruz84927 says, should I trade Nick Chubb for Tyreek Hill? He'd receive Tyreek Hill. So it, it, can, it depends on your roster, honestly. It depends on what other running backs you have other than Nick Chubb. Because personally, I like to lean running back. I would keep Nick Chubb. Um, it's it's a toss-up. You're not going to go wrong by getting Tyreek Hill. I'd like to see the rest of your roster. What are your running backs going to look like without Nick Chubb? Can you afford to lose him? If you can, if you're real, real strong at running back, you have, you have <laughs> you know, you're set and you can get Tyree Kill and bolster your team, maybe. But I'm going to definitely lean on the side of keeping Nick Chubb. Next up, we got some just other questions here to round us out. AK to NWA. He says, how do people still get so excited about Josh Gordon? Has he even played a full season in five years? And you know what? Um, yeah, the Josh Gordon thing, it's, just, it's, it's almost become just like a meme at this point. He was, you know, obviously great for Cleveland that one year what was this what was this season 2013 so this should we go if you look at pull up uh Josh Gordon here on pro football reference 2013 the guy was ridiculous 180 159 targets 87 catches 1646 yards nine touchdowns massive season then the next year he played five games he missed 2015 missed 2016 played five games in 2017 played 12 games in 2018 played um, 11 games in 2019 and then missed 2020. So yeah, he had the massive season. Hasn't played more than 12 games in a season since 41 catches was his most 2018. Yeah. I mean, it's just, 
he was great. He had one great season. He was he was amazing that one season. It just hasn't come together, obviously, for different reasons. Crazy thing, he's still only thirty years old. He's now it's not out of it's not a, the craziest thing in the world that if this guy can still play a bit, that he could carve out a role that's fantasy relevant with the Chiefs here towards the end of the season. It's not going to happen overnight, and the Chiefs have a hard time filling that number two receiver spot really. Um, well, I mean, they got Kelsey, they got Hill. So they're third pass catcher. But they've had a hard time. It's not crazy to think Josh Gordon could show up on a waiver wire episode some point in the season. I just can't. It's just not something I'm chasing right now. Next up, XAZ Sad Boy says, says, my league only allows for four running backs. My running backs are Delvin Cook, Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders, and Kareem Hunt. He said, last week, I had Delvin Cook and Josh Jacobs out, so I put Jacobs on the IR and picked up Madison to fill my lineup. It says, currently Jacobs is sitting in my IR spot, and I can't make any transactions until I drop down to four running backs. Who am I dropping? Wow, that's tough. That is a tough one. Um, man, you really don't want to get rid of any of these guys, and I know, I know the key of having Madison for Cook, but if it comes down to it, and Dalvin's back. I think you have to drop Madison as much as that sucks. You don't love doing that, but you you think Madison is the guy you're going to have to drop if you have to take Jacobs out of your IR. You know, you can't make any transactions at all, but yeah, yeah, Madison's the you have to if you need to end up making a move and Cook's going to be back, you, Madison's going to be the one you're going to end up having to drop. Doctor Got the air, got the air, whatever you want to say it. But here we go. Another question from you. How do you feel about Damian Harris moving forward? He's my running back too, and I'm not confident with that whatsoever. Do I try to package him with a receiver and upgrade or keep my strong wide receiver team and hope his usage is enough to give me a decent floor? So that's, yeah, that's a good point though. If you have a strong wide receiver team, sometimes I like to go with that. And that running back too maybe isn't the strongest, but it's, at least he should on most weeks get a decent enough volume. I didn't I mean it was not a great effort last week for the Patriots. Damian Harris didn't get much going. He's still the guy there. And he should most of the time have a good volume that's going to help you out. I you know, I've had a lot of success with going wide receiver heavy, going wide receiver in my flex and just doing that lineup. I mean, if you could get a wider if you could package him with a wide receiver and get a, a much safer running back option, sure you can look at that, but I'm not sure if that's possible. And sometimes the wide receivers might just be the way to go, but you know, explore it, see if there's a way to do it to not hurt your team. But um not gonna say I'm not confident, but I would feel okay yet as him as if you're he's your running back too, as long as your receivers are you know strong. Next up, we got Clark. He says, I scooped up Tim Patrick after week one. I drafted Sutton. He says, I ended up starting Patrick over Sutton in week two when Sutton went off. You know, (laughs) of course, that's how it works every time. He says, I dropped Patrick after the Sutton game because I'll never start two Bridgewater wide receivers. He says, LOL, did I make the right move? You know what? I think you did. I'm not going to fault this. Tim Patrick has been fine. He's He's a decent waiver wire candidate this week, but that's not to say he's anything great, anything special. He's not. And you're right. I don't, you, you don't want to start two, you know, Denver Bronco receivers getting the ball thrown to them by Teddy Bridgewater, the team itself, three and oh, they're looking good. They're going to be, they seem like they have strong defense. They're playing well, but they're not explosive. They're not good enough to have two receivers relevant. You do not want to play two receivers from that team. And if you're going to play any of them, Cortland Sutton is the guy you want. So no, you, you're you're right. You made the right move. You're fine. Tim, Tim Patrick, he's a stopgag guy. If you need a wide receiver, you go get Tim Patrick. 
if you have no other options. But that, that's not that's nothing special. You don't need that. So Brother Coffee Bean back at another question here. He said, what should I do with Willie Sneed, Benny Snell, Wayne Gallman? Yeah, they're all droppable in any format. Dynasty, um, redraft, redraft especially. Redraft, they don't need to be on your team. Dynasty, they're they're expendable. You can get rid of them. I'm not. I think their, their best days are already behind them. And then also he asked, Brother Coffee Bean says, what happened to Julio on Sunday? Ah, yeah, that's it's odd. It's, it seems like it was an injury. I'm not quite sure. I wouldn't, I wouldn't read too much into it. Um, he should be back. And I, if, if there's no A.J. Brown next week, I feel good about Julio. Another final question from Brother Coffee Bean. He says, my current running back are Aaron Jones, Antonio Gibson, DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams, and Keyshawn Vaughn. Wide receivers are Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, Emmanuel Sanders, Jerry Judy, Dwayne Eskridge, and Michael Gallup. Who should I keep or move? And if trade, who should I go for? So... Keyshawn Vaughn, I think we talked about this one last week. He's just not going to get you value in any format. Redraft dynasty, it's just not going to be there. It's just not. If if you're looking long term, like even like dynasty formats, if Emmanuel Sanders, this is the final value you're going to get from him, even if redraft. Emmanuel Sanders is one I would probably try to trade if you can, if someone's desperate, if they think he's going to do something. Emmanuel Sanders is probably one. And you know, honestly, Michael Gallup for me too. I'm not expecting Michael Gallup to when he comes back to break into that top two receivers there with Dallas. So Sanders and Gallup, if you can try to move them for anything, get some, you know, young receivers if you're looking in Dynasty, try to do that. But Sanders, Gallup are definitely the ones to look to deal here. Keyshawn Vaughn, just he's just not going to bring you any value. And then two final Dynasty questions here to end this thing off from Gary Eberhardt. He says, let's say the Chargers re-sign Mike Williams. Which receiver would you rather have over the next four years? Cooper Cup or Mike Williams? This question would have been really easy, right? A couple weeks ago, and you would have just said, oh, yeah, of course it's Cooper Cup. Mike Williams hasn't done anything. But Michael Mike Williams has looked like a player in these last few weeks. He's really, you know, finally showing the potential we all saw, that everyone saw in him, right? And Cooper Cup, I mean, has been great too, but can Mike Williams overtake that? And I'll say, as of right now, Cooper Cup to me is – I'm, I'm Cooper Cup's amazing. I want Cooper Cup over Mike Williams. I need to see some more from Mike Williams to make sure this isn't some fluke that he can do this. Um, I'm feeling much better about Mike Williams going forward than I once did. But Cooper Cup, I don't see any reason this slows down. Stafford's going to be there for a while yet. Cooper Cup, man, he's he's definitely um, player I'd like to have. And that ties into the next question for High Coast: Is Cup a sell high in Dynasty? So, yes. And no, like, yes, he is. Like, this is the time. If you want to sell him, sure, this is the time to do it. You probably get the best value. But I sometimes I think in Dynasty, we might worry too much about trying to get the top value for a player at a time when, you know what, maybe that's not the way you just, if you're trying to win right now, just keep a player like Cooper Cup. You just got to roll with it, right? And try to win. If you're in a rebuild situation, maybe you do try to sell Cooper Cup and try to get some really good assets, but... I I would rather hold and I, I am honestly very confident in him in his future there with the Rams from what I see. And he's twenty eight. He has a few more years to do this. And I think I honestly in Dynasty sometimes I think we just we think too long term when the goal is to win, right? Win a championship. Let's win this now. Win this in the next couple of years. You have like three seasons of Cooper Cup, you know, of him being really good yet. Try to win now. Yeah, so in reality, yes, this is the time to sell high, but if you're in it right now and you're trying to win this year, keep him. Don't try to sell him. But 
There we go. That'll do it for today. That's the mailbag. I'll be back tomorrow with another episode for you guys. Talk to you then.